0: Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money, because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on go to Dobbs.com now. We are
1: talking. With Super Bowl champ Kerry Davis, I'm Randy Carricker, and we go to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. John Kelly will be in action tonight as the Blues take on the Jets, and we have the pregame for you at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock with the faceoff, and you can see it on Bally Sports Midwest with JK and Panger. Good morning, John Kelly. How are you doing? Hey. It's great to have you with us, and uh, let's start with this. Uh, Winnipeg is an interesting team they made the coaching change after well during last season and then after last season and they lead this division and great goaltending. as you look at Winnipeg why do you think they're a first place team
0: well you know they've always had a really good offense for any going back to the 2019 playoff series um, against the blues that the Blues won in six I, I felt that. You know, really player for player up front, the Blues and Jets were really even. And, you know, that cast of characters hasn't really changed a whole lot. I know they made the big trade with Columbus sending Line 8 to the, the Blue Jackets, and they got Pierre-Luc Dubois. Uh, but aside from that, they have the same group. And right now, they you look at the roster, they have three guys that have scored at least 10 goals with Connor Shifley, and Dubois. Shifley leads with 15 goals. Uh, you know the thing to me with that team, and you mentioned the goaltending Hellebuck is a is a very good goaltender. He's he's one of the top goalies in the NHL. Uh, but defensively, to me, they're not as good a team as they were in 2019. But obviously, Rick Bonus, their new coach, has gotten that team playing better. And as you said, right now they're in first place at 16 seven and one. So I'm a bit of a. I'm a bit surprised that they have played so well, but as I said all along, I really like their offense. Hey, John, what were your thoughts on the uh, Kyrou, Thomas, and Terracinko line, all three of those guys being together? Well, I, I think that – you mean the last game? Yeah, the last game. Sorry. Um, you know, I, I thought they played um, fine, Not nothing great. Um uh, you know, I think the top line of O'Reilly and, and Lebo and Shen was the Blues' most consistent line. And, um, yeah, that's what I would say is they were, fun, they were, they were okay and, and not great. And, and obviously, the, the Blues really miss Pavel Butchnevich. Um, you know, he's played so well with Tarasenko and O'Reilly. And, um, you know, Kyra on left wing, it's not his normal position. So he's out of position a little bit there. But, uh, yeah, that would be my answer. They were just fine. Do you think that that line, that that him being with uh, Robert Thomas can get, speaking of Tarasenko, do you think that him being with Robert Thomas can get him going a little bit more? Well, you know, he's he's been scoring some goals. You know, going into the game the other night, had eight points in eight games and had scored in back-to-back games. So they need Tarasenko going. He's one of their top offensive players. I don't need to tell you that or anyone that. So, um, I think that his game has been pretty good, but you know, if the Blues are going to catch fire here and maybe go on another seven-game winning streak, which they did earlier in the year, they need their top players to produce, and it doesn't matter if it's Tarasenko or Cairo or whomever. Um, that's what they're paid to do. So um, I think, I think Vlady's game has been, has been pretty good, but I do think there is another level there for him to be maybe a bit more consistent and obviously score some more goals.
1: John, we are in the in the business of kind of applying pressure and saying, okay, player A needs to play well. And first of all, I agree with you 100% that we have too many nights where really good players are just playing okay. And one of the problems the Blues have in my eyes, as well as Jordan Bennington has played, and I know he's been under siege and there have been some unfair circumstances presented to him, but when you're the $6 million goalie and you're the guy, you have to play great a lot, right?
0: Well, unfortunately, Randy, um, this year the team in general has not defended nearly as well. And, and I have been on the show every week with you, and I've been saying, you know, basically I think the goaltending this year has been really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say in the last couple of weeks, and the Blues, as we know, have now lost um, what is it, six of eight games, So, and I'd say Bennington in particular, he has now lost six in a row. So um, I I think that he did play a couple of good games in that stretch where the Blues lost. Um, But in particular, his last two outings in Pittsburgh was not very good. And the Ranger game in the third period when he allowed what I would say two questionable goals when the Blues were up by a goal, um, they needed a save in the third period on Monday and didn't get it from Bennington. So, you know, his game has fallen off a little bit. And I think the danger all along, Randy, was when the Blues were losing games that Bennington or even Grace for that matter, might get frustrated. And I think we've seen that sort of boil up here with, with Binnington in the last couple of weeks. Um, he gets frustrated when the team doesn't win, and I think he tries to do too much, and I think we saw that in Pittsburgh on Saturday um, when he got involved with a Penguin player behind the net with an elbow or a forearm, and then he got pulled and was was chirping the bench and stuff like that. And I know the coach wasn't happy with it after the game. So I I do think when the team loses and perhaps when he lets in goals um, more than he would like, obviously, then he, he takes too much on him himself. And again, I think that his anger could be better directed is probably the way I would look at it.
1: And JK, as you mentioned, this team has not defended as well as I think all of us had hoped they would. And I, again, I'm going to go back to our point of reference for greatness, 2019, when you had a big, rugged defense. In, in your mind, you've watched hockey all your life. Has the game changed that much in four years that you don't need to have a big, rugged defense?
0: I don't think you do, Randy. Uh, I think it has changed a lot, quite honestly. It doesn't seem like you know that's that long ago, and it wasn't as far as years. But it, it's getting faster every year, and you look at teams with with championship pedigree of late uh the avalanche last year you know really didn't have a big rugged defense although you know josh manson they got him in in a deal with anaheim last year he 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 would fit that mold and and tampa bay really doesn't um although you know you look at the size of that defense that they had with with victor hedman and sergachev and and mcdonough was there they're bigger guys Mm -hmm. but they're not like a Bobby Plager, you know, Noel Picard that are going to run you through the boards and be <laughs> nasty. So it, it really is different. I, I think when you when I talk about defending, I don't I don't just point my finger at the six or seven defensemen. I point it, it at the entire team. You know, their structure in their own zone at times hasn't been good enough. Um, their coverage down low. You know, how many backdoor goals have we seen the opposition score this year? So I, I think that. The, the biggest thing is their overall defensive coverage just hasn't been as good this year as it has in past. Hey, J.K., when you uh, look at this Blues team, giving up three goals in a period uh, multiple times this season, I think we're at eight games in a row now, how do they stop that? And and if they stop that, does that lead to more victories? Well, I think it would, Kerry, and I, I think the way you stop that is you, when, when you get scored on, is you've got to really buckle down and be determined on your next couple of shifts. It's just really as simple as that. To me, it's a mindset. And it's, it's like in, in boxing, if you get punched in the nose, then you got to you got to withstand that and you got to punch back. And there hasn't been enough punch back for the Blues this year. I think the number now is 16 times that they've allowed three goals or more in a period. And they played 26 games. Uh, you can do the math. Yeah. It's over 50% of the time they've allowed three goals in a period in a game. Which is, which is really poor, as we know. So, yeah, that's, I think it's a mindset. There's nothing structurally you can do or, or you know, say, well, I'm going to put this line out or, or this D-pair or whatever. Um, it really falls upon the entire team to, to me, really bear down and, and, and make those next couple of shifts positive shifts and not get scored on again.
1: Finally, J.K., as we know, the Blues do a great job of evaluating and procuring talent, and you need talent when you're going to make trades for guys. And I'm sure you were watching at least a portion of last night's Buffalo-Columbus game. How about Tage Thompson?
0: Yeah, he has become a star in this league. You know, five goals, Randy. I was watching the game, and then actually I turned it off. I was watching some other games, including Boston-Colorado. But he had four goals in the first period, as we know. And I'm thinking, oh boy, Rhett Berenson's (laughs) record of six is in jeopardy here. Um, But that obviously was a great um, performance by Tage Thompson. And and the biggest thing to me, two things, his reach. I mean, the guy's 6'5 or 6'6. And when he dangles and toe drags, you can't get the puck from him. And he's got a great shot. I mean, the the one one one-timer he scored on last night, I mean, Panger was doing the game. I think he said it was 100 miles an hour. If you can... If you can shoot the puck 100 miles an hour on a one-timer, you've got a really good shot. So, yeah, good for him. He's a good kid. And obviously the Blues had to pay a price to get O'Reilly. And now Thompson is is emerging into a, 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 an excellent player, you know, a star player for that matter.
1: But if he's a Hall of Famer, we'll trade him for a Stanley Cup. We'll, we'll trade anyone for a Stanley Cup, Ready? <laughs> no doubt <question laughs> about it. Any time. Absolutely. J.K., good to hear your voice. We'll be tuned in tonight. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. All right, guys, thank you. See ya. John Kelly, the TV voice of the blues, here on 101 ESPN. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band.
0: Next up for lead guitar. You're in.